A florist's world is filled with big-budget, Instagram-worthy moments, leaving so many florists feeling inadequate or discouraged because this isn't the type of work that they're attracting. But the bigger issue I see florists struggle with is being overwhelmed and exhausted and frankly, counting down the days till the end of wedding season. If you are struggling keeping up with the day-to-day -day details of your business like proposals, ordering product, client meetings, and then getting this week's wedding done, all while trying to balance kids, a day job, self-care, and whatever else gets thrown your way, I'm Jenny Beck, and I am going to help you feel so much lighter in your business. I believe that today you can start to change your business and your life, and I'm here to help. I used to struggle with pricing. Everyone needed a deal because I felt like that was the path of growing my business. But in the end, I was needing to do more and more weddings and my calendar filled up with uninspiring work. I came to a point I couldn't do it anymore. Through coaching, courses, masterminds, and a lot of self-work, that has all changed. I feel creatively inspired, have the resources to work on my business and not constantly in my business, all while making impactful money, being a more present mom, and feeling balance in my life and business. Whether this is your side hustle, your mom hustle, or your everyday hustle, this podcast is the place for all the juicy details of creating a business you adore. Flower friend, my name is Jen, and I'm so glad you're here. Hello, floral friend. This is Jen, and you are listening to the Floral Hustle Podcast. I am so excited for you to be here today because today is the beginning of something new and different in the floral industry. Today's episode is called The Floral Hustle is Real, and we're going to cover three different topics today. For one, we're going to talk about the floral hustle and how it is real in our anti-hustle culture and society that we live in currently. I want to talk a little bit about myself and my background and how I can add value on your floral journey. And then we're going to talk about some of the items that I want to cover uh, on this podcast and that I've been dreaming of sharing or in some of my coaching that I've helped people, you know, develop in their business or even just my personal uh, story and journey that I have developed over my 27 years of being a florist and um, 17 of that owning my own business. So. So excited you're here and let's get started. So the Floral Hustle name was birthed out of, I actually, um, right around the time I was developing this, I saw a bunch of things on Facebook and on Instagram. It was actually a meme, I think, and it was like, what florists do, people like think they do versus what they actually do. And it was kind of negative, but also I think I knew it was trying to be funny because it was talking about People think we're dancing in our gardens and we're going and just like playing with flowers. And that's like the majority of what we do. We just play with flowers. But what's realistic is we're our own social media manager. We are our own bookkeeper. We are our own photographer. You know, just the list goes on and on. And it was talking about like how stressed out and uh, almost... I mean, it just gave this negative vibe. And then I saw a couple people like attack that meme and say that we don't want to hustle and we shouldn't be hustling and we should have um, alignment and all of these things in our business. And I was like, are you kidding me? We actually have a job that is built on hustle, in my opinion. We help impact 
people's events or things that are going on that have meaning in their life with a perishable product and sometimes in a very elaborate way. So in my opinion, like our whole industry is built on hustling because we need to make sure that we provide good product in a time-efficient manner, which often doesn't give us a lot of time. So we are hustling to get our job done. We are hustling to make a difference in that event. We are hustling to get all the items promised out the door and um, event-worthy in a short amount of time. Some people do that with help or without help. So fundamentally, our industry is just all about the hustle of making things happen. And that's why I chose this, because I I feel that having this whole anti-hustle vibe and culture that's out there right now, it doesn't reward or really talk about that to be successful, sometimes you need to hustle. And I know that I personally, I'm in Minnesota, and so our wedding season is about six months going strong. And then there's a little bit of a reprieve. So that's the break. That's the regroup. Um, I actually think that we have three seasons here. We have the preseason where we're preparing. We have wedding season. Then we have post. And the majority of time you're in recovery mode in that post. And we inevitably, everything in our industry is hustle. And so it makes me feel a little bit bad that some people really are against it because I, I think a little hustle is good for you because that means that you are moving and working towards your goals and you aren't just standing idly by and like letting things happen to you. You are making things happen in your business. Like I mentioned before, I live in Bloomington, but most people know where Minneapolis is. Very close to the Mall of America. I have been a florist for 27 years. I've owned my own business for 17 now. I have an urban flower farm, so I'm huge into locally grown product. I love growing flowers. I I, I just, it's it's so fulfilling to me. And it's so much fun to be able to just go out and harvest. Dahlias are my biggest thing that I plant. I think I planted uh, about 200 last year. So I'm in the process right now of digging them up, which is super exciting. I primarily focus on wedding and events. I have gone through phases where I've done, okay, I'm going to do something for Valentine's Day. I'm going to do something for Mother's Day, you know, and made those decisions. Or sometimes I even do everyday flowers. I There's not many florists actually in the town that I live in. And so there's not very many options and I'm listed on Google. So I do get some everyday orders. I strategically choose them based on if something is going to be financially worth it for me to do uh, at that time. I also specialize in cultural weddings. So I do a lot of Hindu or Muslim weddings that have very elaborate setups, usually very elaborate mundups or staged backdrops. And I've developed my relationships with a couple different decorators in the metro area and work with them on designing and really pulling off the vision that they come together with the client on and then making that happen. So I I do a lot of that. And that's actually one of the things I want to talk about is niching down or niching down, whatever, depends on what part of the country you're from. Just because I think it's it's really an interesting area to live in when you have a niche. And I literally like it gets me excited to do a Hindu wedding or to do a mundup or to do a structure like that, 
because they're fun. They're challenging. They're usually not the same. They're not very cookie cutter because everybody wants something different. And so that's been really creatively fulfilling for me. I am the mother of two children and we live with my husband, Stephen. Uh, my son is three. His name is Bodie and he is all boy and kind of full of craziness. And then I have an eight-year-old little girl. Her name is Arabella and she is um, this very creative. She actually comes out here and uh, makes little flower arrangements and just absolutely loves it and tells everybody that she's going to be a florist when she grows up. But very specifically, she's going to be a florist teacher just like her mommy, which is really, really cute. Uh, she has autism. So we have our um, not only are like time commitments around that, but, you know, just some struggles around that on a day to day basis. Um, but it's they're just two wonderful kids. And I am so lucky that I now at this point get to stay home and run my floral business and also just be a more present mom. I'm putting boundaries around being a more present mom and being able to do things that I I want to do with them and not just like always having to just be working in the studio. Um, so I've I've really created and crafted a business that allows me to be able to work on my business and not in my business all the time. And that's an episode we're actually going to do about ways that you can take your your whole role and responsibility back a little bit so that you can really propel your business forward by not always just being in the weeds and being the bucket cleaner and being the person who's unpacking and processing and, you know, even having a, your own CEO day because you're the CEO of your business. And taking that time to reflect is just so important. And that's honestly a lot of how I have grown uh, is taking those that space and that time to reflect on what's going on in my business. I, I've also, I'm a huge, huge um, consumer of things like courses and um, memberships. I'm in some different memberships that are not only just floral related, they are business owner related or e-commerce related. Um, I've been in I've got a lot of different groups, but I've also been in several masterminds, which are really interesting because you're getting this perspective on your situation and you're getting to see how everybody else's life is, um, you know, and their business kind of runs together and how they are really the CEO in their business and showing up. So it's been a really interesting journey to kind of transition from I had this full time hustle. I was working as the director of sales for an automotive classified listing company for 10 years. And um, I actually, I sold cars and was a, a manager at a car dealership before that. But that whole time I, I had this side hustle of uh, doing flowers on the weekends and it kind of grew into, I just kept doing more and more. And I started identifying somehow internally that Success for me was doing a lot of weddings because that, you know, provided some validity to my work, to what I was doing, you know, working so hard uh, outside of my my day job. And so success to me was tied with volume and not with profitability. So it was a long journey for me to really align that that is not a path to getting you success. It's a path of getting you burnout. And so I choose not to burn out. I choose to creatively take weddings that are fulfilling to me. 
I choose to take weddings that are profitable for me and that make it worth my time to be away from what matters, which is my children, my husband, and my own self and taking care of myself. Uh, so those are things that are really important and it have been a big shift. And I see so many florists really struggling with, I think, what identifies success in their mind in their floral business. And that's something I also want to talk about because have you ever stepped back and were like, what really do I feel is my definition of success in my business? It transitioned from when I was in my side hustle to my mom hustle. When I went into mom hustle mode, when I had um, Arabella, or I call her Bella is her nickname. Uh, when I had Bella, like priorities changed, shifted, and things needed to be worth it even more for me to be away from her, um, especially after we got her autism diagnosis. Like that just changed things even more of what was important to me. And then from there, it went from uh, when I when Bodhi was born and I was still working full time and I was probably doing like 40 ish to 50 weddings a year and was working full time, was having a baby um, when I was close to 40. I was 39 when I had uh, Bodhi and I, I literally just was like, I can't do this anymore. Like, how can I realign again so that I can be the best mom that I could be? so that I can be the best version of myself, but also like, how can I change my vision of what I want my business to be and not let other people define it? I went through long periods of time where I was letting others dictate my work and, and my worth because they were sending me photos and I was like, oh yeah, I can make that. Even though it like when I looked at the photo, it caused a physical reaction in my body. I was like, oh, my God, that's horrible. How could they want that? But I thought that I needed to do that kind of work to be um, successful, to to push my business forward. And I was so wrong about that. And that took a lot for me to figure out. Actually, for quite a long time, baby's breath caused like a physical reaction in my body when I saw it because if I had to do another mason jar baby's breath wedding like I I just I couldn't I it was it was painful to me and just so uninspiring and it kind of sucked the life out of me and I just don't want to live like that I want to live that I have the business that I adore like I love being in my shop I love delivering a wedding. I love the bride's reaction. I love the experience. I don't want to just love a part of it. I want to love the whole thing because I deserve that. And I know that so many florists don't don't see that they deserve so much more and they really should give themselves so much more credit for how creative they are or how inspiring they are even showing up on Instagram like there are so many people that I've sent a message to because I know that showing up in your business is hard. And I'm just like, hey, great job. Like, I've really seen you putting an effort into your videos. And it just, it really shows. And I just wanted to tell you that it's not unnoticed. Because we live in this culture, again, that everybody is out there and saying all these things. But you never know if you're really heard. And so getting acknowledged for being heard, I think, is just so important. So that's a little bit about me. Um, right now, I am doing about 45 weddings a year. 
and I am doing uh, weddings that are, I would say, four to five thousand dollars is the average. Last year, I had a couple weddings that were over twenty. It's not something I. It's fun. It is fun to do a larger wedding, but it's not something that I constantly want because there's so many moving parts to a large wedding. That I love a nice, simple. wedding that go in, have a couple of team members with me, set it up and get out and get to enjoying my Saturday or my weekend. So from there, I want to talk about what we're going to talk about here. Uh, One of the big things that I want to talk about is we do, in my opinion, live in this kind of Instagram worthy, you know, everything is just this big contest of who can make the biggest, most beautiful thing and post it on Instagram. And I just don't think that Instagram is a viable part of your success. I think that there are so many other elements. I actually didn't even do Instagram until a couple years ago, which I was late to the party, but honestly, it, I don't think it's very impactful. I, I've had a few brides that have mentioned in my inquiry form that I found you on Instagram. And that is amazing and awesome. But for the amount of time invested in Instagram, I don't know if it's worth it. I'm still crafting that. It might be worth it for some people, but because I want to operate in a certain area of my business that, for one, I'm not doing a whole lot of individual um, posts and things like that. I just... I don't see value in it. I see value in investing in relationships within the wedding industry or making flower friends 10 times more than having a huge Instagram game. So we're going to talk about things like pricing, organization, having your business feel lighter and having it feel aligned and really defining what that even is. And so many people will go and really just, they're just going through the motions and not, and they're rowing their boat, but they don't know where they're trying to take their boat. And so really clearly laying out, here are my goals. This is where I feel comfortable with. And I don't want to do anything that doesn't fill me up anymore. And a lot of people are like, well, I need money. I need those weddings to pay my bills. Um, Because maybe they're living in this is your everyday hustle instead of a mom or side hustle where that's not your primary focus or your primary purpose. And really, like you need direction to bring your business anywhere because without direction, you have no focus. You're just scrambling to keep up because you don't know if you're keeping up or if you're moving forward because you have no goal in mind. So those are a few of the things. I also want to talk about like being a mom and running a business. I have, actually, we own a couple of businesses. We have an Amazon products business, as well as I have the wedding flower business. And, but then I'm a mom of two kids and one is a complicated kiddo. And I still feel that deep down, like I am a good mom and I am showing up for my kids in a like the best way possible while also being fulfilled myself and I truly believe my purpose I have two purposes obviously being a mother was a big purpose in my life and I wanted for a long time and I love being a mom even though every mom can attest that sometimes it just drives you batshit crazy but it is what it is 
and also being a florist. Like I, I love flowers. And obviously I've been doing it for so long, but I just, it, it like wakes me up with excitement. And I hope that some of my philosophies and approach with, to my business and how things work can help guide you into feeling that same enjoyment of feeling like you adore the business that you own, feeling like you're living your purpose. Because I've also seen florists. Um, I have a lot of different freelancers and I've seen people that like, they shouldn't be doing flowers because this isn't their purpose. And they're doing it because they don't really understand a different path or what to do about it. But I've also seen florists like, I really want to own a business and run a business, but they're not passionate about so many components of a floral business that they probably shouldn't be running a floral business. They probably should be figuring out something else. But since they don't have a direction, they don't know where to row their boat. So so those are just a few things that we're going to talk about on the podcast. But if you ever have a request, please send me a DM on Instagram. Um, it's at the floral hustle on Instagram. And I would love to hear what you would love to learn about because I feel like with my experience and with the place in my business that I'm at right now, that I can really add value to your floral journey and answer questions that maybe maybe you were me a, a while back. And maybe I can help guide you in some way to make you live a more aligned and more profitable business. So Thank you so much for listening and have a great day. Friend, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. If you found value or today's episode was helpful, please head to your podcast player of choice and hit that subscribe button so that you can be notified every week of new episodes. And while you're there, please go and leave a review. Reviews are so important for getting this message out to all of our other flower friends. Also, if you are wanting additional support, head on over to Facebook and join the Floral Hustle Facebook group, which is a place for like-minded floralpreneurs wanting a more aligned and more profitable floral business. Flower friend, have a fun-filled flower week.